Oi, chummers. Welcome to the far-flung reaches of the future. The year is 2075, and the world you know it has changed. Some say that it has even become awakened. The myths and legends of old have come forward, blending with humanity to create a new world. Trolls and elves, vampires and ghouls, humans and synthetics all live together in a world where magic is as real as any technology, and just as deadly. The lines of countries and states have all been redrawn, and the world is ruled by governments, dragons, and megacorporations. And all three are feared and revered in equal measure. The current state of the world has bred a new class of heroes, ones that live in the shadows working for whoever pays the right price or has the right loyalties. A life of running in the shadows is not glorious, but offers a freedom that normal citizens do not have. The sinless move freely, working for who they want, when they want. They may not always have the riches of all, or the most legal existence, but their destinies are theirs own to master. For some, the name Chicago gives you a feeling of the Cubs, the Blues Brothers, and deep dish pizza. It also elicits thoughts of mob bosses, organized crime, shootouts, and tax evasion. Truth be told, that isn't far from the current state of affairs. Add in some disgruntled bug spirits of corruption and decay, you have a pretty good picture of what you find in modern-day Chicago. While for many, the city and the bug city containment zone are synonymous, the containment zone actually comprises less than one-third of the total landmass of the city of Chicago proper, not counting suburban areas and farmlands connected to the city. But the CZ is still big, and it is the rotted, gutted, feral heart of the Windy City. It starts at 115th Street to the south and runs nearly 30 kilometers north to Belmont Avenue and reaches from Lake Michigan on the east to an average of 15 kilometers inland to Harlem Avenue on the west. A mass of torn down buildings and hastily erected barricades were added to and reinforced over the three-year period that the containment zone was in effect. And now, nearly 20 years later, that barrier stands as an imposing divide between the zone and the outside world. Anyone can supposedly freely travel between the zone and Chicago proper, but Lone Star watches those coming out, and the gangs and warlords watch those very closely going in. Those that make their living in Chicago always have their eyes upon them. Welcome to the shadows, guppies. So that's where you guys are going to start. Chicago, year's 2075. That gives you a little bit of a background. And uh, it's January, so it's cold. You guys can be wherever you want to be. There's bars labs, hell, even your own little apartments. Limbo, where would you be on a January cold evening? Limbo would be huddled in his air quotes apartment <laughs> trying to stay warm, I would presume. Okay. And Babs, what are you doing? I would be on a roof somewhere looking through the scope of my rifle, just studying people as they walk as they talk to each other, as they huddle about. That's easy enough. Plenty of people to watch as they're moving very, very quickly to get out of the cold in between places. Limbo, as you're sitting there trying to stay warm in your glorious apartment, relatively close to the containment zone, your comm link goes off. Uh, greetings. This is, this is Merrick. Oi, Sam. What you doing? Sam, I forgiveness, please. Um, <laughs> Sam. Sam is a fixer that you've worked for a couple times in the past. He's a rather gruff man who doesn't really have a lot of niceties about him. Yes, yes, Sam. The, 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 the employment 
uh, negotiator. Yes, yes, Sam. Um, I I wouldn't mind some heat this month. How 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 may I help? Well, it's just so good for you because uh, it seems like the uh, the mayor put uh, together this big statement about reclaiming that whole containment zone. And man, I'm just beating the jobs down with a stick. I got one for you. Looks like uh, they want to meet in person. You got some time tonight? Yes, uh, Merrick. Merrick will have many, many hours uh, this evening uh, for your availability. Fantastic. We're going to get your little uh, little elven behind down to Chicago's own pizzeria down on Northside. There's going to be a table waiting for you, and uh, you're welcome. The food's on me. Oh, I, I can have toppings? You can have toppings. You might even be able to have more than one slice. My my constitution, uh, I maybe maybe without the 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 crust attachment, I I may I may have. Two yeah, slices. you figure that out. Just send me the bill later. He hang, he hangs up the phone. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm off to the pizzeria. All right. So Chicago's actually an oddity in 2075. There are no augmented reality ads anywhere in the city. Well, that's okay. Because Chicago Zone doesn't need anything of that sort. The smell alone can bring you from all the way across that city. And your stomach grumbling as it is, yeah, you're you're damn near flying across that ice. You get there, and it's an it's a old style building. It's an old brick front. Looks like it's got some old school neon lights, and everything's very low tech. You can make your way in without much trouble. There's no doorman or anything of that nature. There's a just basically find your way in. Uh, do I notice the table that's waiting for me, or should I ask around? Well, you'll see that there's a, a bar that's rather dominated by a bunch of people kind of slugging down a few. You can't even tell what it is. And there's one table at the back that looks like it's got an occupant. Everything, All the other tables seem pretty empty. It's pretty cold, so not a whole lot of people are going out tonight. And if they are, they're going to try to drown their they're cold with some uh some intoxication all right uh i'll walk on back to that table and before i sit down uh, greetings pa- patron of this fine pizza giving establishment i are you a friend of sam's that i am that i am sit sit please sit yes you yes s- my my thanks you see a, a dark-skinned dwarf woman, finely dressed. Looks like she's got uh, her hair tied back in braids. Doesn't she looks pretty out of place for uh, Chicago as a whole? Doesn't exactly seem like this would be her kind of stomping ground. Then again, neither do I. So <laughs> well, you fit in a lot, a slight bit better than most. Yeah, I, I assume I have enough of the uh, hunched shoulders and grime of the city on me. <laughs> Yeah, and there's actually a pretty large elven population in Chicago. Yeah, not really a member of that population. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I, she looks at you and she says, eat all you want, but uh, I got some business for you. Very well. Uh, should should I should I order first or would you would you prefer the the business at the appetizer of the meal? Why don't we uh do a little business up front. Very, very well. It, it is your, your, your job. I'm here at your pleasure. So you may not know me, uh, and if you don't, that's not a big surprise. I go by the handle Quantum Princess. I used to be in your shoes not too long ago. 
but I've got a job here for up-and-coming people that need uh, a little bit of heat for the winter, shall we say. The containment zone's kind of a dead area. There's not a whole lot of matrix uplinks in there, and that, that makes a whole lot of Shadowrunners a whole lot of nervous. I've got two prime locations, and I need somebody to plug in a couple boxes for me that'll actually get the matrix up and running to a decent level in there so that communications can actually pop out. I'm willing to offer you 7,000 new yen just for plugging in these boxes. Seven, seven of the thousands, that is much, much heating for the winter. That is much heating for the winter and much pizzas. I, I've never had extra money for, for pizzas. Well, we all got to start somewhere. And I was, like I said, I know what it was like to be cold and hungry. And uh, Sam said that you were a decent folk. Yes, I, I am good with the finding of certain places and things. And I suppose I'm, I'm still learning with the, the technologies, but I, I'm eager. Fantastic. So here's going to be the details. She slides you a map and it's got a couple different areas circled inside of the containment zone. You're on your own for finding your way in and out. I can't help you there. Not, that will not be a difficulty. I, I have been in and out. Excellent. So I'm going to leave you to your meal, and uh, I'll be in touch. She gets up. She offers her hand. I, I will hesitantly shake it, but uh, break contact at the earliest proper opportunity. Oh, it's a firm handshake, and she does not let go right away. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, as soon as she sees you, wins, she lets go. She's like, all right, I uh, take that as my cue. And she leaves. You can sit down and feast to your heart's content. I will order one of the pepperoni and one of the sausage. Actually, one slice or no, one? Yes, one slice. No sausage. <laughs> Something, maybe green pepper. <laughs> they come out and they're the best goddamn slices you have ever had. Wonderful. This is... This is what you're used to eating for an entire month. Probably. I, I will order a third slice to put in my pocket. <laughs> they give you a to-go container. <laughs> oh, I wanted to see him fit that in his pocket. <laughs> They're used to dealing with the skittish types. <laughs> I want to see him later walking around, pulling his hand out of his pocket, and there's like cheese strings. <laughs> That might, that might impede the summoning of spirits. You never know. <laughs> Once it's a cheese gothin. Mm. So Babs, as you're watching the people, you happen to notice a, uh, a finely dressed dwarf leaving uh, Chicago's own pizzeria. You're not really sure what the whole draw of this place is, but you've heard people talk about this being the best damn pie in the city. You're not sure what the hell pie has to do with pizza, but it's there. She walks out. She looks rather hurried, gets to her car and takes off. About three minutes later, your communicator goes off. I press it and say hello. Hey, Babs, Sam. You know Sam from a couple odd jobs you've done back in the back about a year ago. Calls you every now and then. Pretty trustworthy. Usually has some good work for you. And uh, he uh, didn't seem to really judge you too hard when you didn't understand how to use a doorknob that one time. 
you'll have to refresh my memory, Sam. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I, I forget things sometimes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember that. <laughs> uh, I'm the guy that gives you jobs, and you go and do them, and then I give you, you give you money, or the person that hires you gives you money. I just kind of make the connections. Okay, okay. I put I'll you in touch with people. Take your word for it. What can I do for you? Well, I just got a, a jingle that uh, I got a one of my uh, clients has a, a lone wolf out there that needs a little bit of a backup. You're to if you want the job, they need a need a guardian angel to watch over their shoulder. You still good with that little pea shooter of yours? You know that I am. You're on the roof again, aren't you? Of course I am. Damn it. All right, well, get your ass down to Chicago's own. There's going to be a, a rather skittish-looking elf waiting for you, I'm sure. Actually, come to think of it, try to be not threatening. I don't know if he knows you're coming. Um, maybe I'll watch him for a while then. Well, it's your call. Okay. Disconnects the, the uh, communication, hangs up. What do you do? I'm going to set my scope back to the entrance of that pizzeria and wait. All right. <laughs> and this is how I die. <laughs> <laughs> the first time. The hands of a robot named Babs. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to Limbo. So you got your to-go pizza. You've eaten quite a bit. And you could order more if you wanted to. The, the waitress makes damn sure that, to, to let you know that... Uh, you know, if you want more, we can we can give you more. It's okay. It, hospitality greatly greatly appreciated, but would not would not want to stress Sam Sam too much. He's been good to me. Oh, ain't you sweet? You don't belong in Chicago at all. I I am afraid I am without belonging anywhere. Sorry, well, and I, I'll just run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> You see her, she's about to say something, she's got her hand outstretched, and then you're just gone. <laughs> Babs, you see uh, the door fly open, Chicago's own, and what looks like a greatly disheveled and very uncomfortable elf just barreling into the freezing cold. I'm just going to very calmly follow him with my scope, and I'm also going to make sure that I'm looking around him in the perimeter to see if anybody is either following him or threatening him in any way. All right. It's quite obvious that he's the mark. So I'll find like the first uh, lonely looking dark alley where I can possibly get a secluded moment. Yeah, there's tons of those here. Just pick one and go down there. Looks like there's one about, you know, 10 feet away, relatively free of people. Looks like there's like one guy sleeping in what you hope is sleeping in a box down at the end of the alley. I'm following across rooftop so I can keep an eye on him. Yeah, it's pretty easy to do. The gaps aren't aren't that large. Mm-hmm. So I will very quietly, keeping an eye on the sleeping man, uh, give a call to my buddy Singularity. All right, rings a couple times, picks up. Yeah, what can I do for you? Uh, sing- singularity, uh, technology friend, is 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 Merrick uh, Limbo. Yeah, what's what's going on, my uh, my pointy-eared friend? Met met small woman, uh, had name. Kind of like your your friends use was wondering familiarity with one quantum princess. Whoa, you you met quantum princess? That is that is the designation she provided me with. No shit. She's the real deal, man. She uh she took Seattle by storm a few years ago, man. She was she came out of nowhere. She's legit. She is real legit. No no 
connections with the with the tier? None. Excellent. She's also pretty independent too. She hates. Uh, she's hasn't gotten any any mega corpse. And last time I think a dragon tried to hire her, she damn near tried to shoot it in the eye. Frightening, frightening. Uh, yes. Oh. Thank. Thanks for, for services. Uh, I I I will see you some sometime soon, my friend. Anytime, man. Anytime at all. So, uh, what time is it? Oh, it's about eight o'clock at night. Uh, so. It's dark. It's windy. It's cold, and the stars are out. So, about how far away would I be from the first uh, site within the the containment zone? You can see the wall from almost anywhere in the city. You walk onto the street and you can see it. You're probably about maybe two miles away. Right. And then uh, given the map, how far within the containment zone would I have to travel? So you're looking at the map of the containment zone and you're going to see two markers. I have the map up here for you. It's point A and point B on the map. One looks like it's right on the side of the uh, Are, the are lake. you sure you transferred the players over to the map? On the map? Should have. Remember, if you click over, we can't see until you transfer our little banner over. The hell? What the fuck's the banner? Should be a, in the map panel, a little red banner. It says players. Oh, yeah, there we go. Ah. Okay. Oh, cool. So you'll see point A and point B in the zone. Point A is a, looks like it's a dock. It's right on the lake. And the B is a little bit further inland. Uh, looks like it's right in the main route of 55. And uh, where are we, or I, at least, on you this map? You are point one. Point one. Okay. So you can definitely hoof it there if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, it's not like I can afford a ride. <laughs> not yet, Buy at least. a ride with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chicago, Chicago Zone is the best damn pizza in the city. Cabbies have done more for less. So, yeah, um, I'll head for point A first, but uh, via the coastline. All right, so you're going to, that's a bit of a trek. So you're going to actually, how are you going to get there? Are you going to go up to the wall and over, or are you just going to try to make your way through the city to the coast and then make your way up? Uh, I'll head outside the containment zone to the coastline and then uh, look for some sort of way through the wall. Okay. So you make it there pretty pretty unmolested. Again, it's it's bitterly fucking cold out here. Nobody really wants to be outside longer than they have to. Uh, you make it to the edge pretty pretty quickly, only a few hours. It's about a maybe a seven-mile hike from where you are to where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually don't really feel the burn too much at all. Your, uh, your constitution's holding up pretty well tonight. Frail as I may be, elves still have some usefulness. Yeah, you're light on your feet and, well... I know you still leave, leave tracks in the snow, though, so. Mm-hmm. So you get to the edge, and uh, there's the bay, and the wall actually extends out over into the lake a little bit, uh, and it looks like it's pretty pretty damn tall and thick. Not on the map. <laughs> That's not on the map. <laughs> <laughs> to quote speed. <laughs> did you really just quote speed? Yes, I did. <laughs> you sad bastard. That's not what's on the map. Yes, it's not on any map you've seen, but the wall does extend out further than the actual coastline. And you would assume that that's to help keep things out or in. So, what I would like to do is I would like to summon a water spirit. Damn. All right. 
go ahead and make me a uh, summoning test. All right, let me double check here what that's going to be for me. Here's just 12 dice for summoning. Right, uh, plus an additional two, or is it two? Um, uh, additional three for my focus. Mm-hmm. So 15. All right, and I was going to summon it as force two. Yeah. Uh, that's actually enough to, to get a little bit of a stir. Comes up, and it's, uh, it's a small spirit. Looks vaguely humanoid. Looks at you with vacant eyes. Wonderful, wonderful spirit. Uh, I, I thank you for gracing, gracing this one with your presence. Uh, was wondering if you would be so kind. Uh, actually, I'll say all this in sporethial so it comes out a little more natural. <laughs> uh, thank you for, uh, again, gracing me with your presence uh, as one of these lands. I, I appreciate uh, your, your connection with this land, and I'm wondering if you could assist me in finding a way through uh, the wall to the other side. It looks at you and it contemplates your words and looks back towards the wall. You notice this is actually a very weak spirit from what you're used to, to dealing with, even at a force too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty small. It's pretty diminutive. It's about the size of a cat. Um, looks like it's fairly emaciated too. As it looks at the wall, it juts out to the water just a little bit. Looks like it disappears into the inky blackness of the night and the cold water. You lose track of it for a couple minutes. As you're sitting out there and you're wringing your hands, waiting for it to come back, it pops back up and it nods at you once. Sinks back into the water and a path of hard ice starts forming. Excellent. I will follow the path. You're not Canadian. You're going to slip all over the place. Light on my feet. (laughs) He is, in fact, light on his feet. He's fine. It even looks like the spirit put little tiny divots in there so that you have something to grip onto. You're good. (laughs) What a considerate water spirit. (laughs) The uh, the path leads to what looks like a sealed-off grate, uh, about roughly man size. Looks like it goes through. might have been an old outlet of some type. Uh, but you can see or clear, see clear through to the wall, right to the other side, through all 15 feet. And uh, is the grate locked or welded? Or Oh, it is, it is welded shut. Hmm. So while you're puzzling it out, Babs, you follow this, this elf, and you definitely take it to the containment zone, which you know is bad juju. It's not exactly a place most people want to go. And you followed him to the coastline, and... You saw him talk to what you swore was a bubble. How high is the wall and how high is the building that I'm on? Uh, your building you're on is about maybe 20 feet tall. It's not too low. It's like a two-story townhouse-style building. The wall is about 35 feet tall, and there's about 50 feet between you and the wall as far as the building goes. Okay, if I scan my the sniper rifle, so I'm looking through the scope at... The wall, with the sniper scope, I'd be able to see a lot more if there are, in fact, any imperfections in the wall that one could climb, or if there's any holes, or if there's any buildings close by. Is there anything within the range of that scope that I can see that would allow me 
to climb over the wall somehow. Well, you see, let's see here. What I want you to do is I want you to make a uh, a test. So go ahead and open that, open that up. The macro should be in the bottom there for you. Right. And you're going to make a survival. If not, you have to add it yourself manually, yeah. Roger, even though he enabled it. Okay, so I'm doing rolling what? Or you're going to roll 8d6. 8d6. That's it? That's it. Nope. And you forgot the slash. Do you have the, the little test button in your macro bar, Roger? Do I have the macro button in my test? I don't. Oh, the bottom left of the roll 20? No. Okay, okay go to your little, settings. And yeah, the little right. cog. And show, show macro the quick, quick bar button. and click test in bar. Okay. So then you see that that's already set up, so you can click that and... Make sure when it asks you, do eight. That. Is your success? No, we're taking the 23 from before. <laughs> that was the real one. That's still only two successes. That's still. I have no idea what you mean by successes. You so. need a five or a six to succeed on a test. Yeah. Right. So the way that it works is for Shadowrun, because you're new to this, um, you have a dice pool. And fives and sixes are successes. Anything below that is a failure. Ones technically are criticals, but we're not going to play with that because there's only two of you. Sixes do what they call explode. If you roll a six, you get to roll another die. And it increases the number of successes you can get exponentially, theoretically. So here, you just happen to not get a success at all. I did. Uh, I got a six and a five. The test was just me testing to make sure the macro works. But the one before, I typed it in, and I did it right. So I got a six and a five. You also had a ton of failures. Two, I'll say that you think you may have found something. I'll even give it to you. I'll say you you think you may have found something. You're not entirely sure. You can't tell from the scope. You probably are going to have to get a bit closer. Is there anybody who is uh, how how far distance does the rifle sound go in terms of attracting attention, unwanted attention? Depends on where you're firing to and how open you are. Right now, you have a um, a desert strike. It's a uh, semi-automatic version of a sniper rifle. It's pretty friggin' loud. So you're talking maybe a couple hundred meters. Somebody's going to be able to hear you if you're on a rooftop. Okay. Hmm. Well, water is not good. I don't want to go to the coastline, but I know that I have to follow this little bastard. The top of the wall. What's on the top of the wall? Barbed wire. Looks like periodic fences or posts on the fence for actual somebody like a guard to sit at looks like there's a bunch of gun emplacements that don't have guns any longer and a bunch of spotlights periodically eh, probably every 15 to 30 feet somewhere in that range you haven't noticed anybody like you haven't noticed any guards or anybody else up there it's entirely possible that they're huddled for warmth inside of the guard towers it's also possible that they just don't give a shit you're not sure Do I have anything else on me of use? I have. I know that I have my wakizashi, but do I have anything else on me of use? 
so this is going to be a break in the game real quick. I also operate on a rule called you're fucking heroes. You're prepared for whatever. <laughs> so you have whatever it is that you need that's within reason. So if you want a grappling hook and rope, you have a grappling hook. It would make sense so that the sniper have the plastic have. explosives. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm not, it's one of those things where I'm not going to be one of those GMs that tells you that, did you I buy shoelaces? I one die for demolitions tests. You? I'm not trying that. <laughs> so for in this case, if you want to try to scale the wall, you do have a grappling hook and rope. That's perfectly fine. Okay, I want to, it would make sense that he would have some technology that he would not be necessarily remember how he got it, but he's got it with him. And if he had some form of grappling hook that could connect to his, even his sniper rifle so he can shoot up, is you that have, pushing it too you far? Can have, you can have a grappling hook that attaches to your actual pistol. Yeah. Okay. I am going to, how close to, am I to the corner by the coast? How close do you want to be? Let's just say that I'm going to make my way there to the tallest building there so that I can shoot right at the corner before the wall gets into the water. Is that possible? You can definitely try. The closest you're going to be able to get is going to be about that 50 feet. The way the wall set up when the containment zone went up, they cleared as much space back from it as they could to try to keep contamination from getting out. Uh, so you're going to have a bit of a gap no matter where you go. What is the range on this grappling hook? Uh, it's 50, 100, 200. So 50, you're going to get no penalties. 100, you're going to be at a, a negative die. 200, you're going to be at two negative dies. Okay, so I'm right at the range. You're right at the range. Well, may as well try because there's nothing else that I can do at the moment. All right. Make me a 12 dice check for your pistol. Wow. Wow. You uh, not only do you line that shot up, but despite the wind, the darkness and everything else working against you, not only do you nail it, you nail it so perfectly, there's not even a sound. It's on there solid. Of course it is. <laughs> I calculated before I shot. So, yeah, you can get over there. You're just going to have to make me a gymnastics check. Because it's so well-placed, you're going to get a plus three die on that, which means I need a ten die check, please. Damn. That is enough to not die, so you're fine. <laughs> I can calculate. That's not the problem Ex here. Execution leads something to be desired. I'm still working on my biometrics. <laughs> so yeah, you can uh, you manage to get up the rope with a little bit of difficulty, but you're pretty much unmolested the entire way up. Okay, once I get to the top, you said there's nobody around. I don't see anybody. You can't see a, a soul. Okay, I lay down and I bring my sniper rifle right back down to bear on the elf and follow him as best I can. He is below you directly below you and to the right just a little bit of where you're looking you're not gonna be able to get a good shot of him uh or at least a good view of him you got basically his back as he's sitting there hunched trying to figure out how to get through the grate i have a feeling somebody just got to shiver up his back when you said shot <laughs> <laughs> and we turn to limbo as you're sitting there <laughs> you you swore you heard somebody cursing but there's nobody else around you I'll take a small bite of pizza <laughs> to, to fill myself with strength. It is, it is ice fucking cold, but it is still delicious. <laughs> and I will try with all my might to move this mighty grate. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and make me a, uh, no, double check. Is that going to be <laughs> nothing good? I can tell you that much. <laughs> you don't have anything good at all. <laughs> 
You just want a straight strength check? Yeah, give me a straight strength. Wow, you have nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. You're sitting there and you're just railing against this grate, shaking it back and forth. Is and he? Just, you, is, is he in water right now? Yeah, he's he's, he's you, in water. He's. You think he's in water? Yes. I I think he's in water. <laughs> Am I standing on top of the water from his point of view? He can't see your feet. Ah, okay. How far away from me is he? Uh, probably about, well, he's 35 feet down and about 10 feet to your right. How big is the grate? Would a grappling hook fit through it? Well, he's not trying to go up. He's trying to go through the wall. It's like a, a sewer outing almost. Yes, I understand. But he needs help opening that grate. And I think it's about time we introduce ourselves. You could definitely fit a grappling hook around the bars if that's what you're looking for. Okay, I'm going to shoot from where I am, the grappling hook. All right. Give me a 12 dice check. As you're railing against that grade and you're shaking it back and forth, you let go just as a grappling hook shoots straight over your shoulder through the grates and latches on with a completely taut line. I will hunch to make myself as small of a target as possible and pull out my survival knife. <laughs> and I'm going to yell over the wall, grab a hole. I can aim well, but my strength ain't all that you'd expect. And then pull. All right. Both of you give me a strength check if you, well, if that is, of course, Limbo decides to unhunch himself. <sighs> give me a second. Yeah, I can check. just shoot your ass in the back if I want. No, I mean because this is this is actually one of my character qualities. <laughs> well, technically, it only affects contacts. I'm just gonna make a composure check. I'll grab on. All right, <laughs> how many dice am I rolling? You're gonna roll four. He's gonna roll three. We don't die. <laughs> You don't die, and that's actually enough to loosen up the grate so that you can actually squeeze your way through. My my, my thanks to the to the grappling hook spirits. <laughs> I don't know how high this guy can jump from. I know he's fairly athletic in terms of bouncing around rooftops, but is he gonna take damage jumping down that high? Potentially sell me on it. How would you how would you get down the wall? Think of it in the, in terms of like a movie or a scene. How I'm looking at whatever buildings there are inside of there. There has to still be buildings that are close to the wall. Correct. There are dilapidated structures uh, inside of the wall that may have once been buildings. If there are structures like that, and if it is an old kind of area that hasn't been necessarily kept up, then you're going to be looking at a type of situation that you have, say, in um Old China, where there are tons of wires leading from house to house all over the place, be it for electricity, cable, who knows what, that is never updated, and they're just crisscrossing all over the place. Am I correct in assuming that kind of thing? You're absolutely correct in assuming that type of thing. Do any of Are there any of them that are within reach if I take a flying leap off that wall so that I can scale down it, slide down it, because i got metal hands, Till I get to the roof of a building or something likewise. You are fairly confident that you can definitely launch yourself off of this wall and hook onto one of those and make your way down. I'm doing it. 
All right, give me a uh, gymnastics check at a plus three, so give me ten dice. Perfect. You leap off the wall. Not You don't even take a running leap. You just, you confidently just leap off the wall. You hook on, and you just slide straight down and land with a perfect flourish. Am I on the top of a building, or am I on the ground? Where do you want to be? You're the one that knows the terrain better than I. If I'm on top of a building, I'm going to make my way down, jumping down again safely between, be it back deck kind of things or using more cable kind of things. If I'm on the ground, I'm just going to walk towards him. All right. We'll say that you uh, you let off into a rune, one of the rune buildings, and you kind of make your way down. No problem. It's actually pretty easy to navigate. And you're finding your way to the other side of the grate, which is probably pretty good because Limbo, as you make your way through you realize that you're probably going to have to do this again because the other side is also shield shut. <laughs> I will attempt to summon the grappling hook spirit. <laughs> so, Babs, do you reveal yourself to Limbo or do you just shoot the grappling hook again and scare the shit out of him? No, I just walk up beside him and look at him and stare. All right. And you can go ahead and describe yourselves to each other. I'm just going to stare and make him uncomfortable it doesn't take much yes limbo <laughs> is uh, a very f- disheveled and not necessarily unclean because i'm pretty sure it's physically impossible for an elf to be unclean <laughs> but uh, it definitely has some wear of the city on him uh as you would expect beautiful long flowing golden hair oh, for on the right side of his head left side is shaved completely bald uh long uh trench coat uh a bow kind of folded up and slung over his shoulder. It's a, you know, composite bow. That's it. It's not much to him. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and, and is now <laughs> pointing a tiny survival knife in your direction like a cornered cat. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the several inches of steel between the two of you. <laughs> well, Babs will be looking down at the knife and will actually smile, which is something to be whole when you see a robot smile. <laughs> Babs is a bipedal artificial biometric system. He is a robot that was designed to actually <laughs> study human physiology, human uh, mannerisms to better than design future robots. He was created by a company that that's all they do is work on robots with the goal of integrating itself into society, learning more about it, and downloading this information back to the company in order to make bigger and better robots. The problem is is that Babs suffered some damage to his cortex and so has problems with his memory and doesn't remember everything, doesn't even remember how old he is or everything. Periodically will remember some things, they'll flash back and he'll remember certain things, but will often forget and has problems with short-term memory as well. And sometimes doorknobs. Doorknobs as well. They're damn tricky. And he is mostly a sniper, as has been seen, but also carries a wakizashi sword that holds great importance, but he has forgotten how he came to own it. As far as his physical appearance skin-wise, he's looks very much human except for where you can see there are obvious bits of metal hands uh some parts of his shoulders stuff like that so like so visibly he doesn't look all that out of place no not all that out of place otherwise how would he study humans Mm -hmm. okay 
It's uh, away, my my sewer. I I own this own this place. You owned the, this the, great, the, you mean? The the spirits have given me given me uh, the rights rights for residence uh, here presently. I'm gonna lean down and look down the grate to see the other grate at the other end, and basically just say, "Go ahead and open the other one, then. I'll wait here." Babs can oh. be a jerk sometimes too. <laughs> look, <laughs> look back and forth nervously. <laughs> uh, appearances would be having the spirits felt uh, worthy of uh, being being here, not necessarily uh, leaving of this of this place. Was I supposed to understand that? <laughs> Do you want help or not? I got a call from someone. Can't even remember who now. And they said I should keep an eye out for you and give you a hand. If you don't want my help, I can just go right back up that wall, and I'm sure I'll get another call soon enough. Ah, oh yes, the, the 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 job giving uh, man. Yes, uh, Mister Mister Sam. He 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 knows I mm, I need other people around sometimes for for the assistance. Yes, uh, this is not uncommon, um, but. Maybe While he's talking, I'm going to load the grappling hook on the sniper rifle and shoot it at the other grate. <laughs> Not even let him finish. All right. Total dice. How many? Twelve. Perfect placement, just like before. It's on there, nice and tight. Just grab the damn rope and shut up. All right. <laughs> All right. Three dice from uh, you, Limbo, and four dice for you, Babs. Ooh. Just enough. <laughs> Just enough. Just enough not to fail. Yeah, it uh, it squeaks to high hell, and it makes a sound of just grinding, rusty metal that hasn't been moved, touched, or even looked at in decades. And probably the winter and the ice aren't helping either. Uh, it sounds like you just killed somebody. That's how much this thing squeaks. But you move it enough that, yeah, you can squeeze your way through there, as tiny as you are. I'm not tiny. I'm, you know, almost six and a half feet tall. Yeah, but you're skinny as shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have any idea how hard it was to get a coat in this cut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I don't have one that fits properly. You're pretty sure that you got a human-sized one that had the bits that they cut off for a dwarf. <laughs> so, yeah, you managed to get your way in and... Well, now you're face to face with each other. Well, not necessarily face to face. I'm kind of looking at the ground, shuffling my feet. My, you may, you may call me Lim- Limbo. I'm Babs. Babs, this is I've heard stories of a. Mm, never mind. Mm-hmm. Your in- instructions in coming to my assistance. I'm just going to be your shadow. You decide where you want to go, and that's where I go. I'll uh, pull up the map on my comm link and show him. This this area is first, uh, point A, is first uh, objective. Okay, now, just so that I'm clear, because I'm sorry, you'll have to forgive me. I wasn't exactly understanding exactly how you meant. We opened up grates. <laughs> for, uh, bear with me here, okay? That's uh, fine. Yeah, we opened up grates on the coast t- 
to get where? How are what? How is that getting us through? Is there an actual wall along yeah. the coast as well? There was a wall that led out onto the water and then back through to the interior. Okay, so that wall is literally all around this rectangle. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay, and then basically the grade just allowed us to get onto the other side inside. Yeah, it lets you get inside so that you're actually like on the coast, no longer on the wall, like on the water or anything like that. You're actually inside the containment zone right now. Okay, okay, cool. All right, I got you. All right, so looks like you're in charge, Limbo. Where do you go? Uh, we will go. Uh, it's still nighttime. It's very much nighttime. Okay. It's only been a, only been a, a few hours. Yeah, so, so it's probably around like midnight, give or take. Yeah. All right, so we will make our uh, way towards point A, sticking to uh, the shadows as much as possible. I'm just going to walk confidently down the road. Yeah, this is pretty good because you can't feel a damn thing. Limbo, on the other hand, you are on edge. Mm-hmm. There is something in this area that is just not nice it is it is picking every prickly hair on the back of your neck so you are more on edge than normal go figure um i'll occasionally use my astral sights to uh be on the lookout for any you know creepy crawlies let's see give me a uh, perception check all right and i'm going to give you a plus two since your astral sight's up excellent <laughs> you're not certain but you swear that you are seeing the reflective beady eyes of what are pretty much giant cockroaches and they wink in and just wink out not unexpected so uh, i will just continue cautiously making my way so for most of the way it's you nobody is in here there's a bunch of, like, looks like just run-down buildings. Nobody wants to be anywhere close to this wall, it looks like. There are no signs of civilization. And you can move pretty much freely up to you get to just outside of point A. And you notice that this was once a harbor. You can't tell what type of harbor because it is completely dilapidated and just rotted and decayed. But there's still the shells of old ships and looks like piers and, and pieces of dock that have just fallen into the water. At the end of one of the docks is probably the only stable structure, or at least you hope it's stable, that you can see. And if you pull up your map, you'll notice that it is a tower right where Quantum Princess said it would be. And it looks like if you go all the way up to the top, there's still a light blinking there. So there's definitely power somewhere up on that top. But down here, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And uh, what kind of entrance is there to the tower? Think of it like a, a radio tower, so it is completely okay, exposed. So it's, okay. It's just metal girders, and it looks like it might have been a, a shipping radio antenna at one point. Um, you, you are good at the, the, the climbing acts, yes? Good at the falling also. What's your point? I, I, I am not so well-versed in these areas. What do we, you need? We must access the top of the tower. And do what? So what were the exact instructions? Am I just like plugging in a chip or is there like an actual code? So you take a look at the boxes she gave you. You have two boxes. They're about the size of what would be a modern day cell phone. Uh, it looks like they just have a male end and a female end. Near as you can tell, the instructions say thoroughly plug into where these fit. <laughs> that is high tech, that there. 
hey, have you, this <laughs> is not exactly the high tech area. Yeah. <laughs> You're not really expected to do any coding at all. So I, I'll show Babs the device. Uh, inserting the, the device into radio is, is the task. I'm just going to swipe it from him while he's talking and make my way up. While you're doing that, you touch it and you get a flash. Make me a knowledge check and a plus two. Give me five dice. For whatever reason, you are very confident that you have seen and handled this piece of technology before, and you don't know why. Where did you get this? The the, the dwarven uh, woman, the princess of quantum. And what's it for? It, bringing the connections uh, to to the technological side of the world uh, to to re reestablish connections with the machine spirit. I'm going to flip this around in my hands. Is there any way that I can open it or investigate it to learn more? Uh, yep, but you are at a uh, disadvantage for this one. Uh, you're going to be rolling three dice. You need at least two successes. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> now, you can't find... You're pretty sure that it opens somehow, but you just can't fi- figure out how to get it open. Okay, well, I tentatively place it in my bag and start making my way up the uh, the tower. All right. There is a there is a ladder. Uh, it looks like it is mostly intact. Uh, so give me a gymnastics check at a plus one. That's going to be eight dice. That's enough to shimmy on up there. While he's climbing, I'll make sure to uh, unfold my bow, uh, have an arrow at the ready, and I'll watch him through my binoculars. Okay. Yeah, you get up to the top, no problem. Uh, it is still windy. You can feel the force of it, but you know you're not cold at all. And you get to the top and you see what would politely be called a rat's nest of wires and junction boxes. Looks like they've been strewn together, harvested, taped together, spit together, gummed together, and then harvested again. And then somebody put them together with more hope and dreams and hope that it would work. I'm going to look at the wires, the jumbled mess. I'm going to look out at where I am and the surrounding area. And then I'm going to go back down the stairs again. Okay. Do I need a check for going no, down going, the ladder? Going down is a lot easier than going up. You're fine. I'm going to go back to the elf and say, I forgot why I was up there. As <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the machine, the... The component to be to be attaching. Oh right, right. Okay, so I'm going back up. <laughs> Give me another roll. Yep. Eight dice. I'll make sure he has my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good thing. <laughs> yep, back up, no problem. All right. So I'm going to investigate the wires. Do I need to do a roll for that, or can I easily no, tell can... from that what needs to be done? You can easily tell, like, it looks like there's only one spot that it will fit. It looks like it's buried underneath this nest of wires. And none of them look like they give you too much of a, a jolt if you touch them. So you're reasonably certain you can plug it in without error. Okay. Well, I'm going to do that without thinking about it. It just snaps right into place. And you hear the whir of power and gears turning over. And this thing starts to hum a very pale green 
and pulse ever so slightly. And there's nothing else I can investigate about it. Not that you can see? No, well, I shrug and go down. Okay. Do I notice anything change from the ground level? Just a little bit of a green light from up top where you assume that he's plugged it in. Okay. Okay, I walk up to him. Either that or he's at a bomb, one or the other. I don't even tell him the work is done. I just walk up to him and stare at him. Just, uh, hmm. As I, as I said, you, you plug the components. And work is done. It should be... Oh, one, wonderful. Ex- excellent. You you climb most most gracefully. Uh, hmm. My my people would have been proud. Anyway, um, uh, I'll, I'll pull out the map. This easiness uh, from from this point uh, near edge. Uh, afraid, second objective, more close to 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 danger in in zone. He shows you the map. It looks like the next mark is about a mile inland, and you're fairly reasonably certain that there's going to be some form of living thing there, or at least you hope. So yeah, you guys start going off into the the next direction, and as you're walking down the street, scene ends. Uh, I will nibble on a bite of pizza and scratch at the back of my neck because the hairs are rising. I'll look down at him and cock my eye. For forgiveness, should had known uh, extra help would have would have purchased more of the the pizza pie. Do I look like I eat? Spoilers, you you do. I do. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> One of those things that I forgot. Does, does, yes, uh, all all beings must must consume. Really? Okay. That's it. Keep staring at him. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of awkward silence, and I'm not editing that shit out. <laughs> I don't know. That works perfectly with you two. It's going to be great when you start interacting with NPCs. Yeah. Both of you at the same time, it's going to be like this awkward silence, awkward silence. Thing, it's just like, okay. All right. Are you wrapping us out, or is that it? That's it. All right. Well, then I will wrap us up. Thank you for joining us for this first Shadowrun episode. It was, as you heard, a lot of fun. I'm really digging the characters so far and where we're going to be taking them. We will be doing these along with the D&D ones, but we're probably going to do them a little bit more here and there, not necessarily on our regular Monday nights. So it'll wind up being an extra episode whenever we record one. We do hope you enjoyed them. Let us know on the site if you do and if you'd like to hear more of them. And with that, we'll be back on Monday of next week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. Limbo is not too good with the whole people thing. I, I, that's why I loved Roger's concept when he told me. I was just like, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a brilliant combination of characters for a number of reasons. It really is. It's good. I I'm, don't know how I'm going to deal with that in certain situations, honestly, yet. Like, that's going to be very interesting for me. Hi, Vince. That was creepy. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a version of that on YouTube.
adventurers what oh god many they're miniatures but there's like guinea pig samurai and oh pig. little miniatures you mean like to paint stuff yeah oh that's cool <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i was actually impressed with those posable figures that you mm-hmm. yeah i'll be picking up like, a set man that was awesome. where though you're not gonna order them from japan are you no they're gonna there's a couple shops around here that get stuff like that in okay um, so when they release in April, I'm going to go and put an order in. Those are freaking awesome. They'll be really useful, too, for not just for drawing, but also for uh, when I'm sculpting as well. Yeah. Just for getting the flows and the forms. So. Can, can we send a set to Greg Land? <laughs> <laughs> From your friends at Comic Book Informer. But <laughs> only if <laughs> we take a screenshot of a porn face and take a picture of it, print it out, and then tape it onto the face <laughs> of one of them. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by ForTheLore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast.